Brought to you by realtalking.com. I'm your host, David. I got the entire team with me today. Jen, hello. Hey. Leo, hello. Yo, yo, yo. Ryan, hello. What's happening? And back from his long slumber. What's up, G? <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a great slumber. I woke up and it was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> G had a, a while you were sleeping moment. Did I get that right? I did. I did. What was the one of the guy who woke up? Like, I, I just know the guy was in a coma for like 42 years or something, and then he no, just wakes like up. No, like a couple of days. And Julia Roberts. <laughs> and he like falls 40, in love with Julia 40, Roberts or something. Sandra Bullock. Oh, Same thing. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. What's, now I'm just going to make you watch What's the old tale the guy who fell asleep like and woke up a decade later or something like that? Is that Rumpelstiltskin? No, no, that's Rip Van no. Winkle. Oh, Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Ryan. Rip Van Winkle into the decade. But yeah, G, G's back. Or the guy from the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back, and January is here. And since last week, we decided to cover our best and worst of the decade in the year. January is known as the biggest dumpster month of the year. Yeah, I had no idea about this until yeah. you explained this to me. So we so dec- there's like two of them, right? There's January, and is it September? Is the other one? I think right before the Oscar season. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. Pretty much what we decided to do was dive in and look for our top 10 favorite January releases. Now, before we, you guys look at movies that are Oscar players that are have a wide release in January, those do not count because they have a limited release in October, November, and December. So we are just looking at movies that specifically were released in January. So why exactly is it that month that uh, January and September are so like bad for movies? So it's two different reasons. They weren't always. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's two different reasons. I think, and G can chime in if he has any uh, other ideas why. So yeah, Oscar players that in the end did not become Oscar players just get thrown away into January. Like, for example, like Cats was released in late December. Gross. But... If it had like a festival release, it wouldn't shock me as it would just be thrown away into January. There's a lot of bad movies that were potential awards players that get thrown away in January. Also, bad horror movies. Horror movies in January are never, ever, 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 ever good. Wow. <laughs> they just get. But thrown- they tend to do. They tend to do well though. And then it's it's also January movies of people that normally would never do great by themselves at the box office. Example. Kevin Hart movies do really well. He always releases them in January when he's the star. If he's like a co-star, like with The Rock, whatever, The Rock sells on his own. But like Usually over MLK Weekend. Yeah, usually <laughs> Kevin Hart movies are released over MLK Weekend or sometime in January. Like The Upside last year with uh, him and Brian Cranston. Yeah. That did really well at the box office. Not, you know, not billions of dollars. Like, but, like over but, $100 million, yeah. dollars, which is like good for that. Yeah. So... Also, Tiffany Haddish is turning into the new Kevin Hart with January releases. Mm. So, oh, what, boss? I can't wait. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm going to make David go. Are you joking? No, no, I do want to see it. I've seen so many trailers now that I have to. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's it pretty beat me into submission. That's pretty much oh, the whole just, January thing. Just to piggyback off the January thing, I think also just from a monetary like how like movie habits, like January, like you know, you have that whole like period the last two weeks of the year where everyone's going in the movies because everyone is like out of school or off of work. And then everyone kind of goes back to work and is back in school. And January in general for business, like I, I manage at a restaurant, like just for business, it's a slower month in general because everyone's getting back in their routine. So it's like easier to like, to like throw a product out there that maybe won't do well. And like, you can just take a loss. And then if it does do well, you're like, okay, then that was good. But, like, it's just a slower period. And, like, people are also catching up on, like, all the Oscar movies, too, like, prior to, like, the Oscar nominations and all that. stuff. And AMC knows that it doesn't do well in January in terms of box office because AMC they offer, every they year. All the thing. Yeah, they offer all the Oscar movies during January, too. Yeah. So that's that's another another reason that AMC does that because January stinks. But before we get into that, we're going to go through our Golden Globe predictions. And... Big. There's no real big news, but I did want to touch on something that we discussed a few weeks ago. G, you weren't on. I'm not right. I'm sure you were on. We were discussing TV shows, and I made this comment about, like, because we have this fun debate here about Friends versus The Office on here. Fun two show, <laughs> Two shows that have nothing to do with each other in terms of, like, the type of show they are. Well, they're both but, popular. Yeah, but they're both popular. And I said, I understand Friends is very popular. I agree that Friends is very popular, but I feel that The Office has grown to this pop culture phenomenon over the last few years i mean it's it's all over comic cons leo yep. we were just at new york comic con and it was a giant dwight shoot funko that people were going making lines to take pictures of and leo's sister shout out to mo yeah she mo. she made the line every day to collect office pins yeah right? all the pins yeah, yeah. Like each day yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i just i just i personally felt that the office hits with a younger generation today more than someone that would pick up and watch Friends that's a younger generation today. Yeah, Friends is, like, dated, dude. It's an extremely dated show, and I've only seen a few episodes, but even watching those episodes in 2013 or 2014, uh, around the time Jenny and I started dating, I felt the age. The Office, I can watch from day one, it doesn't feel very dated. So we were Friends, If Friends fans are logical, they will say that it has not aged well. Well, but they, yeah, I well, don't know. Clearly, but also one show was made significantly later than the other, so it's like. But there are, are certain shows that are timeless. Leo, well, the office and is Friends is not timeless. Well, no, because <laughs> I, I could say that this is like I don't think it is, but How I Met Your Mother has aged better than Friends, but it's not better than Friends. Absolutely. Uh, oh, it's absolutely better than Friends. <laughs> not better than Friends. <laughs> I think it's way better than Friends. All right, regardless. But yeah, regardless. Point. Point. But yeah, but yeah. So to go back to the point that I was making, so we were at Disney for two weeks. And I have an office book bag, right? And I'm, I don't, when I'm at Disney, I don't like wearing my book bag behind me because I always have to take it off to go on rides. And I put it between my, in between my legs. I just like taking it off, put it in it. So I just keep it in front of me all the time throughout the entire week, two weeks. It wasn't just adults. It was children that were not even alive (laughs) when the office was created. And they were like. Oh my God! Look, Dunder Mifflin. I love Dunder Mifflin. I, I love, love your office. backpack. I love your oh backpack. Oh my God! Dunder I didn't Mifflin, say one that's word. My favorite paper but, company. But during the week, I just looked at Jenna and I'm like, 
You were saying uh, that the office that Friends has more of a pop okay, culture. Okay, wait. So then, but the he only, the even, only way to prove if you had a Friends backpack, would it be like Jenny okay, wearing a Friends <laughs> backpack and you wearing a oh, Dunder Mifflin backpack? Would be the only so, way to prove. So to be which fair, I saw a lot of. So you know, you go to Disney World and a lot of families will wear like matching shirts mm-hmm. and things. So I did see oh, a lot of families wearing like a Friends kind of shirt with the Friends font saying "You got a friend in me" or "Family vacation," like all in that. So I did see instances of that, but, but. the office was a higher thing. But not so much like we saw the occasional person wearing like a Dunder Mifflin shirt. Lots of Dunder Mifflin shirts. But a lot of people were like just commenting on it. I was like, God damn it. If we're going based on hard numbers uh, for ratings though, Friends was more successful. than. Yeah, 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 I agree. Because it took The Office two years. It picked up after season two when Steve. It's just Kerr, different comedy. Yeah. When the Steve, Office is dry. And both and both fans are upset that like like I have friends that are devastated that Friends is not on Netflix right now. They have to wait like how many months before it goes to HBO Max? I think it's like, June. Like I, I have a buddy that was like, yeah. "Where's Friends?" I was like, "Oh, it's not, it's gone until it goes to HBO Max." He's like, well, "What am I supposed to do?" I was like, "I don't know." They rerun it on buy TV. the DVD. And they could buy like an adult. And they could buy the DVDs because Friends is actually on Blu-ray, unlike The Office. And then the worst part was we were at the BR Guest, the Beauty and the Beast restaurant. Yes. And, and I was ca- just cast like, members were stopping me be... to talk to me about The Office. Got to <laughs> cast members <laughs> from Disney. So the cat, the waitress. They're just like validating you. Yeah. yeah they are. The hostess Thank goes you, up Disney. to David and it's like, oh, that's my favorite paper company. How long have you been working there? And then they go into this whole conversation about like, regional manager. Manager he's like from Dunder 15 Mifflin. years, and he, she's like, who's your favorite boss? And then what did you say? Like, well, Robert I said Michael California. Scott, but I, I don't know. No, I said Michael Scott, but. I wasn't really a big fan of Andy Bernard. Then she, tr- I think she tried to test me. She's <laughs> yeah, like, she brought up she's like, what do you things. think about D'Angelo? I'm like, well, he wasn't there long enough for me to actually get, gather an opinion. But Robert California, he's a fucking weirdo. It was such like, a nerd morning, moment. This morning I just saw a Robert California episode with the pool party. Yes, that's actually <laughs> my favorite Robert California episode. Such a nerd moment. And I'm just sitting there like, Mom, I'm going to have I just to thought it was funny. That's what I wanted to share. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, like the fact that like these kids and she was like yeah that kid was not born when the office was created well i didn't really say that you, you said that for me well you agree. <laughs> you agree but no yeah no, I, I i agree though i think the office is more culturally relevant yes like yeah. I, even like I, I would even say people from our age i i don't know like i know people that love friends but like i i feel like i see more office love than like friends love and that's from not, most people and that's even they're me, both popular that's not me taking away the fact that the show is Friends is still extremely popular. I just wanted to want to share that. No, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's just so, so confusion. It's so before so we get before we get into <laughs> before we before we get into our. But couldn't you say the office is kind of like that? Sorry. No, they have. Oh, it's way, it's way they have though, they have a little more friends diversity, like, but friends is like so. There's not. Complicated. I don't there's think like there's no. Black I've never seen and friends. Like, there's been like two. two you get two, Aisha two. Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Yeah. And um and one other one other actress was uh yeah. There's only been two. Yeah, it's not good. Yep. So before we get into our before we get into our Golden Globe predictions, we are going to go through what we've watched over the last few days. So I'm just going to go through. I I got back on, you know, Friday. So I've been catching up on a lot. I'm just going to go through some of the stuff that I saw. I s- David started his letterbox list. Yep, I'm up to 10. Nice. List. I'm up to 10. I started one You're for 2020. 10? Yeah. Damn. Um, so I've been busy. Um, so while we were away, we saw Little Women and we saw Bombshell. So Bombshell was uh, Bombshell is a performance movie on a, the movie was fine, but it's all the. You're right. I agree with you on that. 
I thought it was just fine, but I thought the acting was great. Yeah, yeah. the acting was absolutely phenomenal. Like Margot like, Robbie. I, I, I was trying to figure out about Margot Robbie, and there's oh, like there's two know? moments for Margot Robbie where I was like, oh, you're so good. Yep. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I think for, sure. for me, I think Margot was third. I think it was Charlize, then Nicole. Uh, you thought Nicole Kidman was better than Margot Robbie? Not me. Yeah, Nicole I thought never... so. Oh, yeah, Nicole man, maybe oh, maybe at Robbie that end moments. with that cry, but other than that, yeah, that I don't cry. Know. That got me. That got that got me in the heart. Yeah. Um, little one. Was... Is I mean, and John She's Lithgow so good. was good, but he was John Lithgow. Yeah, he was also really good. I'm kind of wondering why he's not getting like yeah, more yeah. attention. Um, but he's really good. Little Women was a lot better than I anticipated. I had zero anticip- I had zero expectation for it. I don't it. know that cast, man. I had some feelings. It was I can't be get. I can't get anyone to see it with me. It's like, so it was good. Just, it was really good. Just like, no, man, that's not my kind of movie, man. <laughs> I originally didn't really want to see it, only because it's been remade so many times. Nine times. And I love Nine the book. Nine times? Like Greta Gerwig, though. And I love the book. I do love Greta. But I do love the book a lot. And so David's like, let's go see it. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And it was really, really good. She did, like, a terrific job. She didn't make it. It wasn't. Um, I heard she like, actually like, did some twist stuff. Like She updated it a little bit. Yeah. So it follows the book really well, but it's the placement of where she put things that it, it just didn't feel like it was just like a, a straight-up copy, like word for right. word, where it went. Like she, I think she blended it really well, and she did it. And honestly, like our theater, not a dry house. Like oh. everyone was... I've never seen so like, women. I haven't seen so many loud. women cry in a theater since J- Jack. There was died a funny moment. Titanic. Someone went to blow their nose, and they, <laughs> it was like this huge, like loud. Sne- like, I don't know. They were blowing their nose really loud, and everyone just kind of laughed so because like it was really funny. I was, oh my god, Leo! That's why we are right here. I literally told Jenny. I literally told Jenny after the movie. I was like, "Oh my god, this is like what we felt during Endgame." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, but yeah, she Got did it. a terrific Say no job. More. Yep, I think you uh, haven't seen it yet, Leo. I saw, yeah, I saw yeah. it. So yeah. it, it was really good. Um, so I saw on the plane. I saw his documentary about Brian De Palma. It was really good. Uh, the Meyer Rich stories. No, Bob Back movie was really good. I saw The Master, Parasite because Jenny had Jenny finally saw it. I saw Parasite again. Did she love it? Which, she'll give her opinion in a second. Um, QT Eight, the Quentin Tarantino documentary. I can tell you, it's no mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I did like it. <laughs> I saw Chaplin. the The time RDJ was in the Oscar race, and he is really, really good. If you guys just want to see it for him, he's really good in it. Um, I saw Dogma for the first time. Yes. Yes. And I can't believe I waited this long to watch it. It is <laughs> incredible. So good. Yes. So so nice. so so good. It's a lot funnier than I thought it would be because it feels. It felt like a more serious Kev movie, but it's definitely not. It's pretty hilarious. I mean, you have a shit demon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Um, thanks, Ryan, for lending it to me. Of course. I'm glad I didn't have to pay $900 for the Blu-ray copy <laughs> because that's how much it seems to cost now. But it's really, really good. It's already up there as one of my favorite Kev movies. Yeah. And, nice. You know, it's no cop-out, but, you know. <laughs> um, and, then I, and then I saw... Already you gotta check con- out the extra fe- the special yeah. features, by the way. The, we'll, the deleted scenes are um, awesome. We'll do. So I saw probably what will go down as one of the worst movies of the year. One of the worst horror movies in many oh, years. Oh, I know. It's, so it's... I saw The Grudge yesterday. 
It is so boring. It is uninteresting. It's not scary. As a matter of fact, we went to at New York Comic Con, Leo, we were there as well. Yeah. We did a panel for the grudge. They show a scene with Lin Shay, and I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is in the last ten minutes of the movie. No. So they literally show the end of the movie. Because that scene like hooked everybody. That's in what the... hooked me. Yeah. I thought it was towards at least I expected that to be towards the middle that of the movie. That was the end of the movie. That was towards the end of the movie. And that's probably the scariest part of the movie. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a good scene, though. <laughs> it's a very good scene. Yeah, it's a very good scene. Um, it's very, it's just uninteresting. It's very, very boring. There's nothing that, not even jump scares, not even a jump scare movie. It's just literally a collection of scenes. I had to look up if the 2004 Grudge and the original are different families. It's different stories. And apparently it is, kind of. So yeah, it kind of yeah they are yeah, but it's it's very uninteresting. And then guys, I made the ultimate sacrifice. I saw cats. <laughs> oh, you oh poor poor God. thing. How, how, how was it? So cats, you know, it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> there there are actors in it. There is dialogue. It, it it there are performances. I wish you wrote like the reviews that like, you got like, put on like the trailers on TV. Yeah, like. David it's Gonzalez says, it's a movie. <laughs> Jenny Gonzalez says, there's actors. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to give it credit. The music, is, <laughs> because the music is actually good. Oh. But they didn't write the music. It's from the musical. So I'm giving it zero credit. It is so bad. Like, I was shocked that it was worse than people said. I think it's It is that bad, worse. though. Like, and I think. I don't know. G was one of those people, but I saw a lot of people say that it may be a guilty pleasure one day. It's insulting guilty pleasures. Wow. Like it's same for six bad. Grease two is a guilty like pleasure and great. Five, five years terrible. from now, it could become it a Grease two. I think. Oh, I don't know. come on. There's yeah. nothing. Not I mean, there's nothing endearing about <laughs> it. It is good. Like, do you want to know what it's about? For what I put together, I, well, I don't know if I'm correct. <laughs> I, 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 I have an idea. I have an idea. Is so, it about puppies? I want to say it's about cats. <laughs> so it's like this cat gets thrown away and she meets this group of cats. But she meets these group of cats on the day that Judy Dench cat picks one cat to ascend into like cat heaven or to be reincarnated. Okay. So this whole movie. Angelical cats, right? Yeah, angelical cats. Yeah, so this like whole that, yeah. movie, Idris Elba is the, the bad cat. Oh, he wants to be chosen. And the whole movie is pretty much everyone giving their case to Judy Dench cat as to why. Like, even Taylor Swift is in there and she's terrible in it. And <laughs> like at the end of the movie, you think that this cat that gets that gets thrown away would be the cat that gets ascended. It's not. It's someone else. Spoiler. You want, <laughs> for anyone that cares to see cats, it's not it's actually not the protagonist of the movie. Got it. So Well, I, I knew that I saw a, a news article that came out while you guys were gone mm-hmm. about cats. That they had to like invest more money into special effects after it premiered. Oh. Yeah, because the the cop the the one I saw was actually the original copy, and Judy Dench's hand is in it. Like they didn't CGI her what the? hand, so she's human. Hand. Yeah, like is the director not- like finished the director finished the movie like like when it premiered and like on December sixteenth when they had its like world premiere, like he had just finished it hours before the premiere. Like, it was, like, a rush job. I mean, like, I, I feel bad for the people in it because no one's really... Only James Corden has said something about being in it, which yeah. was kind of funny. He was like, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's terrible. Um, 
I think I honestly think that like everyone involved in it like thought it might be good, but there was no way to tell them visually what it might look like. I I think that I think that it had a lot to do with it. That they they just kind of went in on faith that this will look great, but I don't think anyone could really tell them exactly what it would look like. If I were the Academy, I'd take Hooper's away. Uh, Oscar Wayne, just give it to David Fincher for the Social Network after this. Just, 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 oh, just, please, just take please. that away oh, and give it, give it to the right. Give it, just, just. And I know, I know, issue. he got some credit because he did, he did Les Misérables, which wasn't horrible. It was all right. Like, it, like, it's also hard to do. Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals don't really do well either. Jen. Like, Phantom of the Opera didn't make a lot of money either. And just not, they're not they're, as like crowd pleasing as answer, like. You, gee, you answered my question. Uh, Phantom I was of the say, Opera I don't is like, great. I don't not like the Phantom film, of the Opera. The musical. The musical. It's incredible. Yeah. No, oh, man, that musical is that boring as all. It has some bangers for sure. Music of the Night is a banger. <laughs> but like the. Like, but, like, the <laughs> it is. Is that what right. you're, you're right. banging out to at American yeah, Junkie? Like, G and I are on a different spectrum on a lot. Music of the Night. The musical itself is so boring. Yeah, I, I'm with. I didn't think the movie was terrible. Like, it was. Emmy Rossum. Right, and Emmy Rossum is actually trained to sing yeah. opera, I believe. Um, she has a but background. Not Gerard in it. Butler. No, not, not Gerard, Gerard Butler. Not Gerard Butler. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think, I think it's just Andrew Lloyd Webber's stuff is like. Like most of his musicals aren't like made for like I don't know I don't think they really translate well for mainstream audiences. Like that's what I think that's the hardest part about doing a, a movie musical. It has to like it has to entertain or it has to please fans of the musical, but then also entertain us who may not have seen it. That's why La La Land's so good. Oh, well done. Well, good, plug, good plug. Good plug. Good plug. <laughs> All right. All right, Jen, go ahead. What did you What did you see? What I'll, did I see so far? Yeah, everything I said. Right? Did you see anything else? Well. I saw part of the master with you. Just things without people, without me. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> every every time Jenny I, goes through her list, I do get the feeling that David's like trying to see if, he, if she's like movie cheating on him. Like he's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's like, he's like what what else have you seen without oh, me? So well, so he was so mad. I saw Britney runs a marathon without. Because I want, I waited for you to see that. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know that, and so. Like, Welcome to married life, dude. Yeah, man. Because I saw the trailer when I went to see Parasite, actually. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this seems like a movie Jenny would like. I'm going to wait. It, was, it wasn't it bad. She randomly it was okay. just watches it without me. I watched you, it. Was you, on, you it was right, on Prime. Though. You were right. She did want to see it. So so um, I watched part of The Master with I, David. I, I wasn't feeling it, but I counted uh, it. Part of it. Count it. No, I just was like, nah. I, it's, mm. it's, it's all right. Oh, yeah. my God. But Joaquin is so good. I saw Parasite, no, which good. was great. He's really good. He's really good in action. I saw most of Chaplin with David also because I was busy with like. He fell asleep too. No, 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 house <laughs> stuff. This was Chaplin was really good though. Um, and then last night I was out with the girls like over at a friend's house and we started watching Hitch. Oh, <laughs> she movie cheated with him. Yeah, but yeah. David doesn't. You with that, Will Smith. David, Yo. David doesn't like with Hitch big, anyway. With Big Willie Smith. Let me big say Willie this. <laughs> This is not movie cheating because she's she saved me. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> he doesn't like Hitch anyway. Hitch so. is not. Are you saying Hitch is bad? Because Hitch is not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I agree there. It's fine. Oh, and I also wanted to say before Jenny continues. That's all continue, I've seen right now. Um, and I'm on episode three of you. Yeah. So oh, season two. Yeah. Oh, I finished oh, it. I finished it already. Yeah. I have to finish it. Well, I have to get there. I'll probably be done by the end of the day. All right. So Hung, before- hungover on New Year's Day. Finish all of it. Oh, <laughs> before uh, before Leo goes, I did see Crisis. I finally finished Crisis. Oh, you're caught up. Yeah, so I'm caught. So 
I, I disappointed Leo oh, when yeah. I said that I marked out for the first like 30 seconds of the first episode. Yes. But I didn't love the rest of the first episode. Yes. The second and third completely You're back. changed everything for me. I didn't like the choice they made in episode three because I felt they bait and switched something that I'm not going to say that's in the comics. So if you read Crisis, you know about a certain death. Mm. I don't like that bait and switch. And this is my issue with the CW verse. They always do that. They are afraid to take risks. Yeah. And they always go back on it, especially with that character. This is not the first time they bait and switch. Literally not the first time. Yeah. So they don't, don't want to upset teenage girls. It, it's like you, you, I, you make a bold choice and then you're like, no, let me just never mind. Never mind. And I mean, I like the scene. That's why yeah. I, I'm like being less hard on it. But it was like, come on, CW. So come you, on. You've um, you've been catching up. Well, you've been keeping up with uh, Batwoman, right? Yeah. Right now. Would you say? Because this is the way I I thought that the Batwoman character had more character development yes! in this. Yeah. Like the, the small scene she's <laughs> had in her crossover than her whole no show. I literally said, I, not to Jen, because I was watching I saw the last two pretty much by myself. And I said to myself after, I'm like, Ruby Rose actually acting yes. well. Like she's really good in this. I'm like, the, the, in this, and like, she's not even like leading her own episode either. No. It's so it's so well done. But I'm like, she did so much better in those short well, scenes remember, than in the whole season. Remember of her when own I show. said like a year ago, I was like, she's good as always good as a supporting character. Let's see how she does by herself. And I think that's the issue that I think I've yeah. had with the show. By herself, it doesn't really work. Fair. But as a side, she's great, killing it. Yeah. Like I can't wait to see what happens in the next one. I don't. I don't know. I think Jenny likes this, and you guys watch Supergirl. I'm okay with this Lex Luthor. I, oh, like I love him. Well, I remember when he no. was, oh, John when he was yeah. cast. Yeah, John you guys <laughs> gave me so much heat for liking the whole John Cryer uh, uh, cast. No, I liked him. I loved it. I thought he was really good. I no, have to catch up on this last looked, Supergirl. I had reservations when I heard it before I saw him. Because I only really know him from, like, what? What was he? Like, Two and a Half Men. Uh, and man, that's about it. the 80s movie then? Yeah. The Pretty in Pink. I had, so that's all I, I knew. I had no so doubts. He, that he got announced. Yeah, when he got announced as Lex Luthor, I was like, "That's a weird choice." But he actually is. He's good. He's good. Uh, I'll say one yeah, of the yeah. better oh. live actions. Better than Jesse Eisenberg. Because he's, he's in a no, few he's episodes. No Michael that's exactly who I wish came back. I was surprised. I he did. wish yeah. he came back. So, well, you know what? They they didn't offer him enough money, man. Yeah, because from one of the people that I think I'm one of the only ones that really love Smallville here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good to see um, Tom Welling back. It was good to see him yeah. back. It was good to see him back. And like I love like the little What do you think of Kevin Conroy? What was the last thing he's been in? Like Cheaper by the Dozen 2 was the, the last thing he was in? The Fog. No, oh, The Fog. Ugh. Um, <laughs> what I think of who, Rye? Kevin Conroy. What do you think of that whole thing? Heel Batman was interesting. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know if I liked it. Uh, he, he was it good. That's a weird taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I just don't like my Batman just killing people Being by choice. Dick. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's all of what I saw. Leo? Yeah, for my list, um, I did also watch Bombshell. I also watched Little Women, pretty much exactly what you guys thought. Uh, Little Women was freaking incredible. I was so shocked that it was so captivating, considering I didn't know it was made nine times. Yep. Um, but other than that, I've been re-watching a few movies. Um, I re-watched Snatch. I haven't seen that. Oh, love it, bro. It's good. so good. Are you, getting, are you getting ready for The Gentleman? Is that why? I am getting ready for The Gentleman, yeah. Um, I rewatched American Reunion. This was all part of my New Year's Day Binge. Hangover binge, <laughs> uh, snatch American reunion, the forty-year-old virgin, yes. um, six underground, 
the Netflix movie. Oh, how man. garbage! Oh, that. How so garbage! So it was so Michael Bay. It's so it's so Michael Bay though. It it's hurts. so Michael Bay. It hurts how Michael Bay it is. It's yeah. Like if, I don't. You can have a seizure by watching his movies. They're all like his camera. The work first is fifteen awful. minutes, you can have a seizure. Yeah, yeah it's pretty terrible. Um, I, I rewatched uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and uh, I rewatched Juice. Do you have the juice now, Leo? <laughs> I, I know. Unfortunately, I don't have the juice now. Oh, that's very unfortunate. I um I want to grow my hair out and get that Tupac haircut from Juice. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think Jenny would approve. You can't pull it off. No, I can't. All right, Rye, what do you got? Um, I rewatched Men in Black International. I liked it. Why would you do that? I liked it a little bit more than I did the first time, but I was still very disappointed. Um rewatched Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse. One thing I realized is a nice little thing they set up was, you know how when we first introduced the female Doc Ock, she's like my friends call me Liv. Well, when they're in and they're invading uh, Aunt May's place. She calls her lips. I figured, I thought that oh, was nice. a nice little thing they did. Um, watched some Monsters, Inc. I watched Up. Um, I did watch Marriage Story. What do you think? I thought it was very well done. A little bit on the long side. I I agree with you, David. I barely connected with anything. Like, like I didn't really get the feels that I sh- felt I should have as well. Yeah, it's, um, it's so I will... interesting to see how people are watching that. Like, some people feel it, like I felt it, and then some people are just like, no. Yeah. Like, I've it's been split for people I know that watched I it. I thought when I watched Marriage Story that I would be the only one that would feel nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> it seems like, I mean, Leo, you felt the same way, right? I felt like the performance, the performance, yeah. like, I felt great. Everything. Like, it yeah, was weird. I agree. <laughs> like, Adam Driver's great in it, but I don't think, like, I, I feel like this, this, when we're going to get into it in a little bit with the whole Joaquin versus. Adam Driver, yeah. I don't even think it's close. Oh, like I think Joaquin and is so there's much. Di- there's different. They're, they're, they're different, different performances. performances. Yeah, I just don't think outside of that bedroom scene or that living room scene, I Adam Driver is good, but I don't think he was like an awards-winning performance. That's just me. I mean, we're gonna get into it. The in a only later. thing that really got me in, with him was when the letter. That was the only thing that, that got me with Leo him too. The letter. Yeah. The letter. Oh, towards the, oh, yeah, that was good. And I will say this. It made me realize, like, that's pretty much now my biggest fear is, like, realizing our, our you know, own dream. But then our me and Casey's marriage falling apart. That's now my biggest fear. So thank you, Marriage Story, for that. Wow. <laughs> Casey, we'll never leave you, right? If not, you still um, have me. Ah, oh, good. Yeah, we're still here for you, buddy. Don't worry. On and a much brighter note, uh, I've been also watched the Harley Quinn anime series on the DC Network. So you're making it's me a- want to see that, by the way. It is. It's a lot of fun. It, it's like it, it's enjoyable and is it's it hard. I think it's, is it like a like a adult yeah, show? Yeah, no. There's a lot of curse. There's a lot of cursing and f bombs and shit like that. Um, and on the d- opposite side of good comedy, on the bad side, I watched the Happy Time Murders. Oh. Thing that pissed me off most about this movie <laughs> is why was this movie made and not an Avenue Q movie? Is that oh, the movie yeah. with most? Avenue Q would have been awesome. Yeah, that's the right? McCarthy movie, right, Ryan? Yeah, it was that terrible, terrible. Oh like, God. why was this made? Oh, man. And not having to. Anything else? And, yeah. No, that's it. All right, G, go ahead. All right, so I saw Bombshell on Christmas Day, which was like a weird Christmas Day movie to go see, but it was. Uh, I, I, I like that guy. I agree with you that it's more of a performance movie. It like a lot of it felt like it more like a made-for-TV movie than actually like a film film. But I still thought it was. I still thought the performances were great. 
Uh, I saw Uncut Gems, which I loved. I love uh, my buddy did not it. like it. My buddy hated the ending, which I won't get into in case no one's seen it. But like, I thought the whole movie was good. And then like, I know I met a girl that also saw it, and she was like, I liked it, but it was just so loud. Like everything was just so like in your face. But, I like, like that. I, I, I kind of like that. Style. It felt more real. Like yeah, the- it it puts you in it more. Yeah. I guess. Um, I saw Star Wars again. I saw it, so I saw it twice. Uh, I didn't feel any differently than the first time I saw it. Um, what else did I watch? Um, I watched uh, Richard Jewell, which was good. It sucks that it's not doing well. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't, I don't know why it's not doing well because Clint Eastwood usually hits, but I just think maybe people aren't connecting with the yeah, subject matter that much. The Mule made a lot of money. A money, and that then that and nothing happened in that. Um, oh, what else did I watch? Oh, I saw Black Christmas, which was awful. Yeah, sure. And was. I'm usually very forgiving with horror movies, but it was really bad. Um, I watched a documentary, uh, Love Antosha, which is about Anton Yelchin. Oh, right. Um, it was really good. Um, you know, like, you don't realize when these people are, like, when he's, I call him a kid because he was, like, young when he passed away. But, like, he made, like, a lot of movies. Like, like when you look at the, these kind of documentaries, like, you kind of feel like these guys think that their time here isn't going to be that long because he just always wanted to work and work and work and do things. And he made like 96, like he had 96 film and like television credits to his name. And he died before he was 30 years old. Um, but it was, a, it was just sad because like his parents made the documentary and it was their only child. And like, you just learned a lot about him and like, you just kind of appreciate the things that they kind of put out there more than you kind of would like in general. Like I, like, I think about like Heath Ledger and like other people, like other actors that passed away young. And, like, I don't think you really appreciate them in the moment until you lose them. And then you realize that, like, oh, they were, like, putting out so much good work. And I kind of felt that way about him. Like, it made me, like, they they were going through a list of his, like, independent movies that I have seen. I was like, oh, yeah, he was good in that. He was good in that, too. So it kind of, like, makes you realize, like, how good these people are. Um, And then I also, uh, actually, yesterday... Uh, document. I, I watched Surviving R. Kelly Part Two yesterday. Which <laughs> I was think. Rough. I think Lifetime is milking these women now. You know they are. They are. <laughs> it felt like yeah, terrible terminology. That's a very interesting but you know what I'm words. saying, right? I feel like the part it, part it one gave us what we needed. Important though, there was still stuff in it. Like I, I, I like that they touched on the fact that like it kind of touched on like what these girls went through after the first one aired. And while they got a ton of support, they also got a ton of backlash from people that still support him. Yeah, like there are still even women out there that still like are like, "Fuck these girls are lying. They're trying to be famous." Like, and like the big narrative of that documentary was like, "It's still like, why are you trying to tear down like a black man who's successful?" That's what they're looking at it as, and like, and not just looking at the real thing that like this guy is just a fucking pig. Yeah, Yeah. and it's sexual predator. Uh, a sexual predator too, but like it's still like it was still compelling television. But I kind of agree with you that it like I feel like how much more can you like I don't want to say milk you know like it does feel like they're kind of reaching and digging too much. But it was still compelling to watch it. So. Yeah. Alrighty, so yeah. let's let's get into our globe predictions. Ooh. By the time this airs, the, the globes would have already been. Uh, Shayla will have a golden globe. Yeah, we were either we were either be really wrong she or will. really right. So I'm gonna go from score and all the way up. And what I did for my predictions, I did a will win, should win, could win. 
So we're gonna are start. We doing film and TV or... No, I'm just doing. We're doing film. Um, oh fuck it, TV gets so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with best original song. Uh, Beautiful Ghost from Cats. I'm gonna love me again. Rocket Man, Into the Unknown, Frozen Two, Spirit, The Lion King, Stand Up, Harriet. I have I'm gonna love me again. Will win and should win, and then could win Into the Unknown. Hmm. Any disagreements on that? I, I have the Rocket Man song with it. Yeah. Alrighty. Next up, but, you know, if Bay if Bay won, I'd be like, all right with that. Oh, I really shouldn't though. It's yeah, not shouldn't. that good. I'm actually surprised that the Aladdin song didn't get nominated. Same here. That's yeah, why once I think that didn't that get one should win. Once that didn't get nominated, I'm like, I'm going with the the Rocket Man song. Um, the next one, next one up is best original score. The nominees are Alexander Desplat for Little Women, Hildor Guananito for Joker, Randy Newman for Marriage Story, Thomas Newman for 1917, and Daniel. Pemberton for Motherless Brooklyn, who will win? I think Thomas Newman will win. Who should win and could the win Joker. is Joker. Is Joker? Yeah. And mm-hmm. when we go up to my predictions, I think the Hollywood Foreign Press really loves Joker, so it could be one of those Bohemian Rhapsody nights for nice. Joker. Uh, any disagreements on who will I win? Thomas Newman. Yeah. Uh, I'm basing it on what everyone's saying. I want to, uh, based on what I've seen, I would like the Joker score to win though. Yeah, Tom. I mean, we saw 1917, Leo, and yeah. the score is incredible. It is. It I is. just think Joker's score is more impactful to the film, yeah. like to the film's narrative. I can see exactly what you mean there. Yeah. Um, best animated film, uh, Frozen Two, How to Train Your Dragon, The Lion King. Sure, why not? <laughs> Missing Link. <laughs> wasn't that supposed to be live action? Yeah. <laughs> Missing... No, they no they they changed it to like the, what was it called? Photorealistic. Like, they... Photo because they knew they couldn't get a live action nominee. Yeah, <laughs> missing. They made all the money though. And Toy Story Four. So, will win, should win. I have Toy Story Four. Could win Frozen Two. Any disagreements on Agree. that? Yeah. How is Frozen Two? It's all right. It's not as good as Frozen One. Yeah. I, uh, well, neither one. Well, Frozen One's not that good either. Oh, I love. Frozen. So it's funny. I actually I just Frozen. watched Frozen for the very first time, yeah. like a little before uh, New Year's, and um, I watched it back to back with Moana. Yeah. Moana is so much better than Frozen. Uh, Frozen's definitely overhyped. Moana is very good. I, think, I do like Moana over Frozen. Frozen is just the overhyped that kind of like because when so, I mean hyped, it's... right? You think Moana over Frozen, right? Yes. Oh, I think Jenny, I'm, I'm on the Frozen bandwagon on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's quiet. She's like, <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like. Frozen is think, so overrated. I think it Moana is, is definitely more upbeat. Obviously, yeah, like has, Frozen has a is definitely more of a downer. <laughs> Frozen's more of a downer, or can be. But I don't know. I like the, I like the message. Wait I don't know. I like Frozen better. Have you Frozen? guys seen part two? Yeah. Of Frozen? Yeah. Oh, oh it's no. a downer. It's it's definitely a downer. All right, so moving on from that. Also, I think... it actually outgro- it outgrows Frozen like two we- a week ago, two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. All right, so best screenplay. I have nominees are... Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Bon Joon-ho for Parasite, Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Steve Zaling for The Irishman, who unfortunately will win, Noah Baumbach, <laughs> who should win. Well, think, you think he's going to win? Yeah, yeah. I, I think actually think Quentin Tarantino is going to win this one. So that's who I think is a sleeper there. So I have should win. I think Steve Zalian for The Irishman. I think that should win. But I think t- Tarantino could win. I think he's a sleeper. Interesting. Um. So look, Tarantino's been winning like screenplay. I mean, it's critics awards, but like I know but it's not the same. Like the, 
what what scares me with Tarantino and it shouldn't scare me is that he doesn't ever get nominated for WGA. He he's always disqualified. Oh, you're right. So why is that? I actually don't know. That's a good question. I don't know, but, but I know I, he's they, always they, I know they, he's yeah. always disqualified. Um all right, so I'm with G. It could be it could be Tarantino, but I think they're going to do well, the, if Marriage Story won, I'd be okay with that, too. The Marriage Story scares me because I don't think the Hollywood Foreign Press loves Marriage Story with Bombback missing director. And mm. you know how I've mentioned everything yeah, correlated they're correlated, somehow. yeah. Yeah, so Best Director, which is the hardest category outside of actor to call this year. Um, nominees are Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, Todd Phillips for Joker, Scorsese for The Irishman, Tarantino for Hollywood. I have Bong Joon-ho. I think we're going to do what happened Ooh. last year. I think it's going to be Roma again. Yeah, I think he's going to win. So wow. I think he, I would I would, would low-key love that. I would love that. Yeah. So I think I didn't, Bong, pick, I, didn't, I didn't pick him, but like I would low-key love it. So Bong Joon-ho wins what I think Scorsese should win. I think Scorsese's great work with the Irishman. And I like the Irishman just a little bit more than Parasite. And we discussed yeah. last week on our episode. Uh, could win. I think Tarantino could steal that as well. Okay. So see, I think I think Scorsese so that's, that's gonna be will. A, that, that, that'd be the more fun Parasite category should. to watch. Then. Yeah, would you say? I think Scorsese will. I think Parasite should, should. Okay. and I think Tarantino yeah. could. Yep. All right. So moving on to best supporting actor uh, nominees are Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. Who will win and should win? I think it's Brad Pitt's time. I think he's. Oh, I think seriously. he's gonna start sweeping. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you know, he, won, he won for Twelve Monkeys, by the way. He won a Golden Globe back in the day for that. They like him. Good. So I mean, if he picks up the Globe here, it could start his finally winning an Oscar. Even though he does he's have actually, an Oscar, he actually been, he's been he's been winning like most of the supporting like stuff leading up to this yep actually he's been winning it he's also been tying with like joe pesci and that's exactly who nice. that's exactly who i have as could win nice. i think joe pesci could come up the middle and take the only thing that's gonna hurt the irishman boys is that they're gonna counter each other out mm. and pitt's gonna come up the middle and take take the gotcha. w there best supporting actress it is in any motion picture. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Stop sighing like that. Ka- Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kathy Bates, Annette Benning, Laura Dern, Jennifer Lopez, Margot Robbie, who I think will win. I think J-Lo's going to win. Yeah. Who should win? Yeah. Margot Robbie. Yes. Who could win? Yes. Laura Dern. I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy if any of those three girls won. The only one that I think deserves an award here is Margot Robbie. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I saw Hustlers. Jennifer Lopez was good in it. She was good. She was good, but she does not. There's nothing about that performance that makes me say she is a supporting well, we actress define, winner. Like, what is a what is a Oscar winning performance in? There's, or like a award winning performance. I don't feel that. And Jen saw Hustlers with me. You got you seen Hustlers? Yeah, heck no. So I don't feel that. Hey, there's, heck no. There's any moment in <laughs> that film? It wasn't. No, it wasn't a it was bad a good, film. It was a good movie. It, it was a good I movie. I think it got hyped up a lot. So like when I watched it, I was just kind of like, okay, this is good, but I'm not like blown away. Blown away. Like I thought I was expecting a little more. So obviously it has like the accolades that it's a very heavy, if not all female, mainly all female cast directed by a woman written by a woman right produced by a woman written by a woman so it has like those really great um things attached to it and j-lo was good but i wasn't like and she was definitely the best performance out of all of them i think yeah i will say that i do agree with you like even over constance Wu, i think she did a lot better but um, there's nothing. There's no scene in that movie know. that makes me say, "Yo, she's about to win an Oscar," or I, I "She's about the, to win." A I thought the scene in the diner that she had with Constance Wu was like, if you're gonna pick a moment for her, it's like probably the moment that they were like, "Oh, she's really good in it." 
where she's like going off about like how like they have to be more like the Wall Street guys and like like talking about like what they need to do to like make money. Like I think that was the scene. But like I just like I think overall I think she commands every scene that she's in. Like I think it's like I'm like I we were t- I was talking with my friends too. Like there's another friend of mine that like that like didn't understand why she was getting so much hype. Um, he liked her and he said he liked her and he doesn't even like her at all and like he liked her in it. But like I think I think there's like a lot of different factors that affect. Like I think there's a confidence thing that like she kind of like exudes like she has that like swagger. Certain, yeah, and I think that I, I think that I think that's important too. Like I. Like I don't think every like award winning performance needs to like you don't need a big cry scene, you don't need like maybe big moment. Like maybe it's just an overall like feeling that you have while you're watching them. Mm. Like I kind of felt that like it, for the first time in a long time with her that she commanded every frame of that movie that she was in. Like she owned that movie. And maybe because like she had like she has a media role than the rest of the girls, like whatever. But I thought she was like much I, I I don't know. I thought she was good. I, I mean, like we're not I, I, I kind of understand it. We're not I, de- I, I guess I understand why she's getting the attention. Like I know you talked about. Like I don't get why she's getting it. I I get it though. I kind of I feel like it's it's more than one factor as to why she's getting the attention she is getting for it. Yeah, she's that's gonna, just my. Opinion. She's gonna bring in ratings. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, but also I also am, I also understand how the Golden Globes work, and I understand how the Hollywood Foreign Press oh, works. Oh yeah, they love celebrities. Yes, they do. They love celebrities, and Jennifer Lopez is a celebrity, a big... and she's having a big year. Yep. And I think more so than giving it to her for the performance, they will give it to her because she's a celebrity. Ratings. Yep. I I agree. I agree. So, yeah. But... So like, even though I'm saying all that great stuff about her in it, I understand how they work. Yep. It was like it's the same thing with like nominating like, uh, like I know we're not talking about TV, but it's the same thing about nominating like the morning show, which is not I watched it. It's not great, but like it has Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Like that's why Hollywood Foreign Press like nominates shit like shit like that because like it will bring all those stars there. Yep, I and, mean like, I'm, that's I'm... what they care about. I'm looking forward to the Globes tonight. It's very. It seems like it's going to be a very unpredictable show. But still, it's still. I still think it's like the most fun award show of all of them. Uh, because it's unpredictable sag, and like it's sag. like you know, it's. I mean, Globes is the most unpredictable. Look what happened last year. I, Leo, you you just came on a little bit after last yeah. year. No one, and I mean no one, that I know on this podcast on any podcast picked Bohemian Rhapsody to win Best Picture. No one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think. I think Globe Globes may have been like my first episode, or like the or week, something, something around, like that. Yeah, I remember you gave. Like, your I nomination. picked Rami Malek to win. Yes, but I didn't pick the movie to win. <laughs> when the movie won, I'm like, oh, I guess it's getting nominated for Best Picture. I think if you really look at the Oscar last year, it was probably number two to the voters. I think it swept every award except, but we except Best Picture. Uh, but yeah. So moving on to lead actor in a. Lead actress in a motion picture musical comedy. Uh, nominees, Annie de Armas for Knives Out, Aquafina, Kate Blanchett, Benny Feldstein, Emma Thompson. This is the easiest one of the night. I think Will should win. Aquafina could win. Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, she was really good. That was a good movie. Yeah, Beanie Feldstein or Anna de Armas from Knives Out. I think she... Oh, uh, yeah. I actually liked her in Knives Out. I she loved her really in Knives good. Out, yeah. Um, yeah. Best foreign film. 
Do we even have to go through the nominees here? Parasite, yeah. Parasite, nothing it, else but Parasite. Yeah, give it all your <laughs> So the farewell, Les Mis. I mean, and, I guess the farewell could. <laughs> Pain and Glory, Parasite, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Will win, should win, Parasite. Actually, who could win is Pain and Glory. Yeah. Yep. Even more than Farewell. Yep. Because then I they, they, Farewell more than that. They love Antonio Banderas. Oh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. All right. So lead actor in a comedy or musical. Nominees are Leo DiCaprio, Roman Griffin Davis. It's Leo. It's Leo. <laughs> Daniel Craig, Karen uh, Egerton, and Eddie Murphy. So, I think Eddie Murphy. So do you want to know that Vegas has Eddie Murphy as leading? Get out. Vegas, yeah. Because um, like, it's the only purely comedic performance out of that bunch. Oh, I think Leo's much funnier than Eddie Murphy is. Oh, Eddie Murphy is hilarious. And don't... Uh, but yeah, I'm going with Leo. I got will win, should win. Leo could win Taron Egerton. Okay. You don't even have you don't even have Eddie could he, could he? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, dude, but like but we're also talking about the Halloween Four Press. It's also a big year for Eddie Murphy. They might just like you know, give it to him. I mean, they could. I mean, he's leading Vegas for a reason. I just don't think I think they love Hollywood. I think they love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think they're Leo is too perfect. He to fits pick. he fits all he the all fits the checklists. The no, here, here's the deal. Here's how my heart feels. I feel like Eddie Murphy's not going to get an Oscar nomination, right? Oh, he's, he's not. Because it's not. too that, crowded. Yeah, it's too not. crowded. It's way too crowded. So, like, I want him to get something. <laughs> and he, I feel like this is the only thing he can get for this. I Because, like, this is, it was really good. It was like a return to form for Eddie Murphy, I thought, watching that. I agree. Like, he, he hasn't really been right. that funny in, like, forever. So, I would have gone with Eddie Murphy, to be completely honest with you, if he didn't miss SAG. Mm. He missed SAG. I'm like, oh, I guess at that point you're like, it's a lost cause. They don't well, really... it'll be the same thing about him missing. Like the he's not gonna get an Oscar nomination either. Like it's yeah. too. It, it would remind me bad. of that of 2016 when Aaron Taylor Johnson was supporting actor for uh, non nocturnal animals. Uh, nocturnal um, animals. Yeah. Herschel. It just if it happens, that may be the reason. But I just it may be that weird win of the night. But Eddie is great. Don't not get me wrong. He is fantastic in Dolomite. All right, Actually, uh, you know who else is great in that is Wesley Snipes. Yeah, he's really good in that as <laughs> well. Hilarious. Uh, all right, so best picture, most uh, music or comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Anyone? It's I have Will should win Hollywood. Hollywood could win Knives Out. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm glad Knives I Out is in there. For yeah. That too, yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that could be the one that's. So Knives up. Out was one of the most surprising films of the of the year so for me. Good. So because, good. Because like it came unexpectedly. Like there's so many like artsy movies that came out right, and like so many movies we've debated about and yeah. watched. But Knives Out was the the one of the first like surprising. Everyone loved it. Yeah, I, no one had a bad thing to say, bad except, thing to say about it. Except Star and Wars making fans. like serious money. Like uh, yeah. I looked at the box office for this week, and usually like the post like New Year's box office, all those movies fall like pretty hard. Knives Out only fell nine percent from last week. Yeah, it's, so yeah. that means that it's getting like repeat business. Yeah, like people actually love it, and like and they were uh, the deadline did an interview with uh, Ryan Johnson, and like he feels like it could become a franchise in the way, like just following like Daniel Craig's character, like oh, doing shoot. other ministries. Like he feels like that could be like what you could do with that. Like, and I kind of feel the same way. Like it could be its own kind of like Agatha Christie kind of so, like thing. So there's a rumor that Ryan Johnson is going to bring Daniel Craig's uh, character into a new star Wars trilogy. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's the next one. All right. Moving on to drama, best actress in a motion picture drama. Uh, nominees are Cynthia Revo, Scarlett Scarjo, 
Sosha Ronan, Charlize Theron, or Renee Zellweger. Will win, should win, Renee. Ugh, fine. Stop fine. it, Leo. Give her all the awards. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. You stop know, it. I, I saw it. It's she's good. She's great. I actually prefer I prefer Charlize Theron though. But that's actually who I have could yeah. win is Charlize Theron coming up the middle. Well, I also saw ScarJo. ScarJo is at four. I have ScarJo at three. Okay. So no, is that for Marriage Story? Is that for Wait, Leo? Why, Leo? Why did you like? Why did you like Grunt? No, so it's like I I think the performance was awesome. I think she did really well. Just I just like didn't connect with I the movie thought, at all. I thought the performance was better than the movie. The yep, movie I know. I I agree with you. I agree. With yeah, both I, of you. yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I like the movie. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I think she's she's the reason I like the movie yes, so much. Yes. She is phenomenal. Like if someone says like, hey, what what do you like about, about the whole film? It's her performance. Yeah, and also I think she has it in the bag too. I think she's gonna sweep. The, the season now um it's her comeback yeah. when we're talking about people who are playing other people like we we always like, like last year i think i brought up like with rami malik like is it imitation or do they embody those characters like i thought charlie theron was more than just imitating megan Ke- like i it, like i was watching bombshell and like yeah. there were moments where i felt like i was just watching megan kelly yeah. like she like really like disappeared into, into the role, part. yeah, which is hard for an actress. Like, I think Renee Zellweger kind of did that too, but there were still moments where I was like, I feel like I'm watching Renee Zellweger playing Judy Garland. That's like, but guess. with Bombshell, I was like, I really felt like Charlie Theron was like completely Megan Kelly. Well, like, I also I think, think she's because I was good at that because of especially like Monster. Yeah, I also think because physically she looked like Megan Kelly a little. Renee doesn't look yeah, like Judy yeah. Garland at all. Well, yeah, and they fixed her nose. So that's a that's a big thing too. Like I see what you're saying, but like. I, like, Rami Malek doesn't really look like Freddie Mercury. That's fair, but he is incredible. But yeah, it was like the vo- like like Charlie Theron got the voice down too. There was like a lot of yeah. things that she did that I was like, ah, wow. Like she was you, pretty great. I didn't I didn't feel like I was watching Charlie Theron play her. I just felt like I was watching Megan Kelly. I guess yeah. I, w- I would just be happy if one of the awards does not go to Judy or to, to someone. Yeah. But, but it's gonna happen. But if she sweeps, she sweeps. It's so happen, here's the deal. Yeah. Like I always feel this way. This is why I don't like when there's like a front runner. Even though, unless I like the front runner, um, uh, but like I, it makes it more exciting when it's not like, oh, like this person's definitely going to get it. I, I kind of say after what happened, more of us, after what happened last year with Glenn Close, I will say Renee is the front runner, but you I never still, know. Still, <laughs> you never I still, know. I still feel sorry for Glenn Close. She probably had her paper out with her speech ready. Yeah, <laughs> like for she sure. knew she was gonna win. She won everything, right? Yep. Except everything. for the Oscar. Every when I mean it, she won critics everything. and <laughs> like at least Rami didn't win critic stuff. Rami's road yeah. started at the Globes and he just swept after. Glenn, like you have to feel bad for her because she <laughs> literally sure won. Glenn, Glenn Close probably went home and boiled a bunny rabbit. A la Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm lying. She didn't sweep. Olivia Coleman won the BAFTA. Yeah, that's it. The yeah, British love her. The Brit- and when no, she, was, she was playing <laughs> a queen from England. So. There you go. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if she wins for the crown tonight. Yeah, I think she's going to Actually, win. I would love more Helena. Cause she's Wait, like, who's she? She's so up nice. against... Uh, she's up against Jennifer Aniston, though. Nope. Eh. Nope, nope, I, nope. I, I'm just annoyed nope. I have to sit through the TV Hollywood, Hollywood Foreign tonight. Press loves them Why? some Rachel for friends, man. Because that was like six months ago, and we're still talking TV season from last year. That's why I hate that the Globes do do this, because they're so late with the TV awards. Was that last year? This this season of The Crown came out in November. They're doing from this year, too? I thought it was counting, because Chernobyl, ca- Chernobyl came out in the summer. No, and Olivia Coleman doing... and Elena Bonham Carter from this Yeah, they November. are. Like, they're oh, good. I'm glad that they're doing Chernobyl that, at least. Does feel old. See how little I know about the TV side of the Globes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, 
Poor, poor, poor network TV just got no love. Yeah. I feel bad. All right, so moving, moving on. Slow death. <laughs> moving on to lead actor. I know Ryan's been waiting for this. Uh, nominees are Christian Bale, Over. Antonio Banderas, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonathan Price. Uh, will win and should win is Joaquin. Good win is Adam Driver. I really don't think it's anyone but those two. It should be. It should just be Joaquin. I think Adam Driver is gonna win. Well, I don't think he's gonna win for my next for my for the fact that Noah Baumbach missed director and Todd Phillips was nominated for director. Everything correlates, buddy. Like there's like I know, but I just I don't know. I can uh... I can tell you that if. Who who originally direct Brian Singer? If Brian Singer didn't have that controversy last year, oh, yeah. he would have probably been nominated for director. I forgot about that. So he may not have won, but Todd Phillips and I think I told Leo and and our buddy Kev off the line. The moment Todd Phillips got the director nom, that helped Joaquin more than it helped Todd Phillips. Yeah, that just showed the strength of the movie. The movie and, t- and the, the movie. The, the it's the like Roma when Roma got all those acting nominate nominations. It strengthened Cuaron's case more mm-hmm. than anyone else's. So I have Joaquin winning. Uh, Adam Driver could win, but we'll see what well, happens. Well, like we said, they're like completely different performances. Though. I mean, they're both good. They're just different. Uh, one's great, one's good. That's exactly what is different. About. <laughs> I, 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 uh, exactly what is but different I can about. Watch, I can watch. I can like if you're like I can watch like a marriage story and feel more from that than then watch. I'm, I'm not saying he's not good in Joker. Like he's great. But it just depends on. I guess it just depends on like what your preference is. I guess. Like, yeah. No, it is. I mean, I shut up, Dave. I, I shut up, shut up, David. Move on. Oh yeah. So moving on. Best picture. Um, the Irishman, Marriage Story, 1917, Joker, The Two Popes. Who will win? Should win? The Irishman who could win, and I've been saying this for months. Two popes, Joker. Yeah. Okay. I really. <laughs> Wait, has anyone has anyone seen the two popes? Bro, it's amazing. Yeah, the two, it is the so two good. popes is phenomenal. It is so good. I forgot to mention it on stuff we watched. So two popes, two popes is incredible. It really. Jonathan Price is. So and his, Yo, Spanish. his Spanish is his, incredible. Yeah, his Spanish is. Fantastic. I had to I had to Google him just to make sure he wasn't Latino. So did I. I literally did the same thing, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. is there some. Like some form of his Spanish Yo, background that he so has, he is so good. good in it. Yep, I agree. Two poses, and it's very funny. Yeah, it's, like, it's another one like like Knives Out, unexpectedly strong movie all around. Like they're they're when they started talking about ABBA. Yeah, in the was, in the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh yeah, it's so good. And Anthony Hopkins is like, what's ABBA? I, yeah, no, I definitely loved it. It's really good, but yeah, I see. I think the Irishman does win, but I think if a movie comes up the middle and takes it, I think it's Joker. It'll be our this year's Bohemian Rhapsody, where if Joker does win, everyone's gonna go crazy. Ha, 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 ha. Ryan, you would love that, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd mark the hell out. I'm watching tonight just for this. Well, don't, a Joker don't, T-shirt with a sign. Don't get what would you do if Joker doesn't take it? I, I don't expect I it to win. Like the reenactment of Turn Joker's TV and go to I don't expect it to win. I don't think it's I really don't win. expect okay. it to what win if you don't get, What if Joaquin doesn't win? I'd be very angry. <laughs> I'd be, Adam Driver is getting that golden. Is Adam Sandler nominated? I'll, I'll pl- can we play some money on that? I'll play, I'll play a good wager on Adam yes. Driver versus Joaquin I, Oh, yeah. I can, well, I, 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 yeah, I can Vimo you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I I would be angry. But I think it's... I also... I won't say a source, but there's someone that's in the industry that posted, tweeted something that I DM'd yesterday through uh, our Real Talk page that they spoke to someone that is close to Oscar voters and Globe voters that say that they love Joaquin Phoenix and love Todd Phillips throughout this entire season. That they have, that they're very charming 
throughout their all press events, and they have fallen in love with both of them. Just wanted to point that out there. I wait, wait, they were charming? Like, they, 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 they campaign well? Is that what yeah. the thing is? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I hate that that's I hate that that's part of it. That's so I mean, you know, right? I mean, I think he's away from the performance. It's like, it takes a lot of it. Like, you know what? And, you know, I'm talking about Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is doing the same thing. Like, she's campaigning hard. And, like, I just hate that that's part of it. Like, you have to, like, play the game. Whatever. But I also but, think, you know. like, Joaquin doesn't... Joaquin doesn't really need to campaign. I mean, his performance is the best of the year. I mean, Brad Pitt didn't either, and like he's getting nominated, and he might win. So, like, I look at I look at these two performances, and I'm like, all right, I I look at the big the future on this. In 20 years, we're gonna talk about Adam Driver and Marriage Story. We're gonna talk about Joaquin's incredible mm. transformation in, in Joker. Who we're we gonna talk about? A scene in a bedroom or an entire two hour movie where Joaquin absolutely transforms himself into someone that we love as a character? Who are we gonna talk about? Huh. Like seriously, yeah. like it's not even a hypothetical question. I'm literally asking who we're we gonna talk about. Joker. There's nothing, nothing. It's all prisoner of the moment thing. And yeah, Adam Driver may win, and I may be completely wrong on this. It's all the prisoner of the moment thing. I but I look at the big picture. I look at these iconic films like The Godfather Part Two. Do you know who Al Pacino lost to in The Godfather Part Two? I I I do. But like because I do but the research, you know, yeah. but like a casual moviegoer that knows what The Godfather is, you know who Al Pacino lost to? No. But no. do you remember Al Pacino's amazing performance in Godfather Part Two? Okay, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it's in but terms of perfo- but, but it has happened in the past where oh, someone yeah, yeah. so that's iconic. That's why it wouldn't shock me. That's why it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it go, like the La La Land Moonlight thing. Oh yeah. I mean, Moonlight to some. One and then it went. Yeah, one and then it went. Like Moonlight's still a great movie, but I mean, I always said even back then, like. I think La La Land will have, will be a lot of people still talk about La. La I don't Land. know if twenty years from now we're gonna like be like La, La Land was a big movie. Oh, I wasn't talking. <laughs> well, I was I wasn't talking. I wasn't no, using like, that. Not, but, I, but the Joker way, thing, the Joker thing me, makes sense. It was my number two movie of that year. I'm I just ta- don't think I'm, like I'm most using of us, an like example. most people are gonna like. I don't think most people are gonna look at it and be like, "Whoa, twenty years ago, remember that I movie?" Un- I understand like, that. G. I, and I like it. I understand <laughs> that. G. It's called using an example. That's all. I know. But it's fair. But I do, I do see your point about Joker, though. It's I think Joker, Joker's going to like withstand the test of time, or at least Joaquin's performance. And maybe not even the movie, but I do think the movie, in a, in a sense, because people look... I watched Taxi Driver and Mean Streets and King of Comedy, all these movies that the movie was influenced on before watching Joker, just to see. Like, I just wanted to do a little compare and contrast. And, like, Taxi Driver is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's my favorite Scorsese movie, and it's seen as an all-time classic despite the controversy that the movie had. I think because people are more vocal on Twitter that the hate is there for Joker for certain reasons or whatever. But Mm. we'll see what happens tonight. We'll be back next week with that to see how right we were or how wrong we were. Check out the live feed on Twitter tonight and on Instagram with the winners. Live live posting everything. I want to see your reactions on everything. So video. Oh, I will. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, yeah. If you want to catch David's live reactions, just follow me on Instagram. You're really going to record me? <laughs> I'm so going to record you. That's terrible. All right. So moving on to, uh, to January and our best films ever released in the January. Our we're here. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you guys do on this list? I loved it. This was one of my favorite lists like to do. January was so it. much fun. Jen? It actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, I see your point. They're not oh, they're not heavy hitters for awards, but 
I love these movies. All right. So do you have honorable mentions? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do, actually. Yeah. Go ahead, Leo. Kick Little it off. First? Yeah, kick Kicking it off. Kicking it off. All right. My honorable mentions. Uh, well, it didn't make my list, but Juice, Juice. The Grey. Hey, high five on The Grey. Absolutely. I thought I was the only one that saw The Grey. No, I loved it. Uh, Varsity Probably Blues. Easton versus the Wolf. Versus the Wolf, yeah. Uh, Varsity Blues. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The Recruit. Oh, the one with Al Pacino yeah. and Colin Farrell. Uh, oh, that's Project a good one, Almanac. What the fuck is Project Almanac? It's a time Almanac? travel movie. with. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Um, and Final Destination 2. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, but so the movies that did make my list. We'll oh. do uh, 10 through 10 5. Through, 10 through 6. 10 through 6? Okay. Yep. Number 10. She's All That. That's a January release? Yeah. Premier January, yeah, 29th, January 29th, 1999. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it barely made it. <laughs> <laughs> Number 9. Split. Premiered January oh, 20th, made. 2017. Oh, yep. And that just made the cut for me because of the. Uh, uh, it premiered in September. Yeah. And I had to do a research yeah. and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was it like a limited release or was it a film festival? Number eight, From Dust Till Dawn. Yes, that's on my list too. January so 17, good. 1996. 19th. Uh, 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 and number seven, this is a guilty pleasure movie, but it means so much to me. Sure, it's a rom- rom com. Don't be a menace to South Central oh. while drinking your juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie is so iconic for me. But it came out January 12th, 1996. And number six, Liam Neeson in Taken. Very good. Taken. Very good. So I'm going to have to move something down because she's all that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm moving my 10 down because she's all that came out in January. So January. Number 10 is Jan- uh, She's All That. Yes! But I'm going to show, show some love to Dr. Strangelove and How I Learned to Stop Worrying and nice. Love the Bomb. Stanley Kubrick film, January 29, 1964. My number nine is actually Taken. Ooh. January 30th, 2009. Um, I don't like the other two. I don't know if you guys like part two and three. Oh, no, no not like one. But Taken one was yeah, really solid stuff. Yeah, um, my, number eight, my number eight is actually The Grey. Oh, nice. January 27, 2012. Another Liam Neeson. Really, Liam Neeson, yeah. <laughs> um, my number seven is From Dust Till Dawn. Nice. January 19, 1996. And my number six is Now You Got the Juice. January 17, 1992. Um, yeah, go ahead, Jen. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. So I have two honorable mentions. Woo. So I have Along Came Polly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love my list, guys. I'm here for the entertainment. See moments like this, like seeing David's reaction to the list, is why I'm live streaming your reaction tonight. <laughs> our listeners can't see his reaction. So, uh, along came Polly was January 16, 2004. Um, then my other honorable mention is Just Married, January 10th, 2003, with Ashton Kutcher and Brittany Murphy. Ashton Kutcher and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That came out in January. Oh shit. So my number 10 is Half-Baked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I, I can't. It's a yes. good movie. For, for Samson. It's hilarious, dude. It's it is so incredible. Funny. I don't even smoke I think it's funny. It's a really good movie. I think it's, I mean, Yo, that's guy. really where I know Dave the Chappelle guy. Did the you most kill my from, dog? obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guy on couch. Yeah, the gawk. Anyway, so uh, Half-Baked, January 16th, 1998. 
Uh, my number nine is 27 Dresses. I debated about that one, but yeah. I almost, I almost, I, I couldn't even honorable mention because I thought you guys were making fun of me, so I didn't even like mention it. No, nah, <laughs> it was, it was on the cusp for me too, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was January 18th, 2008, and then num- my number eight is a walk to remember. That's too low. <laughs> too low. That's too low, baby. It's too low. <laughs> it's too, yeah, it's kind of too low. But, <laughs> well, it, it, it deserves like two more notches up. So, Walk to Remember Right was January 25th, 2002. Number seven is She's All That. Oh, yeah. January 29th, 1999. And then my number six is 101 Dalmatians. The live action movie? No. Oh, the the animated movie? That was a January release? So, I had January 25th, 1961 for the date. Is that wrong? Oh, I'd, no, I'd have to. That's right. Yeah, that's what I found. Okay, yeah, and I feel yeah, bad. Yeah, no, not the live, not the live, not the one with Glenn Close. The, the live original. action one came out in November. Good choice. Uh, I love it. Yeah, done. yeah. That's a uh, great so choice. that is my six through ten. All right, Ryan, bring us back. All right, I, I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, three honorable mentions. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wait, you got? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, a list I saw. The one with Trey songs. The one with Trey songs. Oh, I think you got the wrong. I think you got the wrong one, right? <laughs> Wait, I know, I know. Leather, oh, my bad. Leatherface. Right. Well, no, no, don't no, get rid that, of that uh, one. Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw did come out in January. If it's the one with Trey songs, it's the one that came out in January. Oh, okay. So go ahead, Ryan. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> uh, number twelve. I'm gonna get shit for, but it holds a special place to me. You got served. Oh, <laughs> it did come out in January. Oh, no. That's a January <laughs> movie. Ryan, Wait, you I, love I what love you love. Right. Yeah, Ryan, this is amazing. You love what you love, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. You love what you love. You suck at this This one's more for Casey because it's one of her favorite movies, so I told her I put on my honorable mention, Spice World. That's a January movie. Spice World came out oh, yeah. in January? It was one of the According to the list I saw, I think it was on Movie Phone or something like that. Gen- you just upset Jen, right? Damn. <laughs> I wish I had that on too. I may have to reevaluate this. It's All like right, number, I'll honorable it's like mention number one on Jen's list. Jen's like yeah. rewriting her list. Like it's number one. There's <laughs> <laughs> like Logan all over again from last time. <laughs> uh, number ten, I have twenty eight days later. Wait, wait, wait. January, January release? That's not January. That's going to. What did I see it on? No, that was not January. That's not January movie. <laughs> no, it's a June. I don't think it came out January. June, June. June twenty seventh, two thousand three. All right, then we'll make spice. Then get rid of that. We'll put spice. <laughs> in there. <laughs> I went off of the wrong list. Then I don't know what why they told me this then. Uh, number nine, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Number eight, The Tooth Fairy. Number seven, <laughs> Notorious. And number six, Fantasia Wait, 2000. Is that the Biggie Smalls movie? Oh, I love yeah. that movie, right? Oh, uh, I go up uh, no, five through. What you? What your? What was your six, Troy? Fantasia 2000. Oh, good one. Oh. All right, G, go ahead. G. All right, uh, honorable mentions: Final Destination Two. Woo. Uh, I got Orange County, Ooh. released January 11, thousand two. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, and I actually put Glass in my honorable mentions. I liked it more yeah. than you guys did, probably. Yeah, no. I don't know. So at number ten, I have Hostel, released January six, two thousand six. Ooh, good one. Uh, Juice. Uh, we already talked about the date, but it's at number nine. At number eight, I have She's All That. Yes. Uh, seven, I have Half Baked. Yes. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. And at number six, I have A Walk to Remember. I feel like I have the same Ooh. list as Jen. <laughs> That's not uncommon. We have a lot of common movies. I like this. That is not uncommon. <laughs> Go for it, Leah. Not uncommon, All right. Five through two, then, right? Yes. Number five. 
Boondock Saints. That's a January release? So it, it premiered in um, in Denmark uh, in November 19, but worldwide January 21st, 2000. Good one. Number four. I got a watch to remember. Yeah. It's even higher on your list. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> and you know what else is higher on my list? My number three, Half Baked. Oh. My brother. Yes. <laughs> but my number two goes to the other time traveling movie. Hot Tub Time Machine? The Butterfly Effect. Oh, oh I saw that. Oh, no. That came out in January? Yeah, Butterfly Effect, oh, January 23rd, 2004. Yep, I do remember All right, that. I would honorable mention that. I got to mention that as well. All righty, so my number five is Cloverfield. Oh, yes. January 18, yeah, 2008. And I'm not a big fan of found footage, but this is it's an incredible movie. It's really great. Number four is The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. January 25th, 2002. Um, I remember watching that, and I was like, oh, I don't usually like those period pieces movies, but it's like a, a love the revenge story. Yeah. It was really you solid. Know, revenge, revenge is loosely based on that, so you should watch Revenge. I don't got, I don't got time for that. <laughs> good pitch. That was a good pitch, G. Good, good, good job. I'm just, I'm, uh, number three. I'm is, just saying, like, if you want to bring it back. <laughs> my number three is three, January 20th, 2017. That's when I realized M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong could still direct some stuff. Yeah. And then he made Glass, and I'm and like, never mind. Never mind. Shambles, yeah. um, and then number two, probably not on anyone's list, City of God. That's a really yeah, good movie. Jan- I know it was January. January 25th, 2003. It's the first Ford film I ever saw wow. back in 2003. And Brazilian, right? Yeah. It's, a, and it's really good. Until Parasite, it was my favorite foreign film. Nice. So that's my number two. Jen? Okay. So my number five is City Lights. So the no, Charlie Chaplin movie. So January 30th, 1931. So that counts. Yes, it does. My number four is Casablanca. So this is where I go Whoa, really old. Wait Hold a second. Are you serious? Second. Yeah, Casablanca was January 23rd, 1943. You right. can cross-check me, yeah. but I I thought I got it right. If I'm Everyone, wrong. Everyone's fact-checking. So right my list completely changes now. Casablanca premiered in November at the Hollywood Theater in New York City, but then it was wide released on, it were nationally released January 23rd, 1943. Because I have here November 26th. Yeah, that's the Hollywood Theater in New York. Interesting. For the world premiere. So that's, that's the question I asked you before, when if it counts. Uh, my number three is Split. Um, January 20th, uh, 2017. She's right. <laughs> yep, she's definitely right. And then my number two is The Shop Around the Corner, which I also oh, mentioned really? previously. So that, uh, Margaret, o- Margaret Sullivan, Jimmy Stewart. Well and done. so that was January 12th, 1940. Uh, do I get my number one? Not yet. Okay, I will wait. All right, Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> I right. will wait. I got <laughs> number five, Dragon Ball. Number five, I got Dragon Ball Z Brawley. Number four, I have Half Baked. Yes. Number yeah. three, I have The Upside. Nice. And number mm. number two, I have Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ryan. Well done. He had thank me. You, thank he you. had so me. Good. He freaking had me. Oh, my God. Well That's done, right. Ryan. All right, G, Never go change. Ahead. Uh, I won't. <laughs> number five, I have Smoke and Aces. Released Ooh. January 20th. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Uh, number four, I have Higher Learning. Yes. Uh, released January 11th, 1995. Yeah, I thought about and it. And then uh, number three, I have Taken. We already talked about yes. dates. Yes. And then at two, I have Split. Oh, shoot. Nice. Yeah. All right, so bring us back home with your number one, and we'll go back around. 
Oh, me? Oh. Yes. At number one, I have Cloverfield. Yes. Uh, just because I, I, I feel like I think Cloverfield kind of changed the game for January releases because they promoted it as if it was like a summer movie in the month of January. Uh, I don't know. Like, you can debate whether or not it lived up to whatever hype it builds up, but I think it's like a really solid movie, though. I think, too, a lot of people didn't expect it to be a found footage film. Yeah, oh, people didn't know what to yeah, expect. Yeah, the yeah. marketing was really smart for it. So and it, it didn't remember know the trailer premiered during Transformers. Transformers. It was like the Transformers movie, and it was better than the Transformers movie that trailer. So yeah, absolutely. All right, Rye, what's your number one? My number one is Taken. Um, okay. Just very memorable. I mean, I, I I don't know who you are, but I will find you and I will kill you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and but, Liam? Yeah, made uh, Liam Neeson a badass. Sure. Yeah, pretty much. After he oh, wait, controls. actually, Dark Man. Dark Man made Liam Neeson a badass. I Dark was Man. Man. Wow. <laughs> so my number one is His Girl Friday. It's an old movie with Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell. And it's actually, I think, it has the accolade of being the movie with the most um, consecutive talking. It's a very fast-paced dialogue. Yeah, so if you've never seen it, watch it's it. Actually. It's a really, really great movie. Um, it's a comedy. Um, so that was January 18th, 1940. Nice. That's a great movie. I'm I'm still upset about the Casablanca thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you see, good. you hate on my list. That's and a great list. They don't turn out to be so bad. Yeah. I so, love what I love, David. And I love you. Aww. Aww. Um, my number one Ow. is before. Wait, hold on. Did I lose my list? <laughs> Did you forget your number one? No. There it is. I was like, where, where is it? Before Sunrise, January 27, 1995. It's the Before Trilogy by R- Richard Linklater. Hmm. It's pretty much the story. And you love rom-coms. And this is like, so this is a perfect example of Who a, are you this no, year? No, this is um, not a rom-com. This isn't a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, this comedy. isn't a rom-com. So this is the perfect example not of in a that sense. good story about two people meeting, falling in love, and it feeling authentic. R- authentic. Okay. It's a deeper narrative. Yeah. Because so there's three. Pretty much, they it's meet in pa- they meet on a bus. It's in, not funny. They meet on a bus in Paris, and they spend the day together. And at the end of the movie, they go their separate ways. Oh, is it this kind of like uh, that? That uh, Chris Evans directorial debut. Um, Which one? Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot what it's called. But yeah, he uh, he had a movie he released where he it's a similar story. They meet on a so pretty much like he's supposed to leave to go on a train back to the states, and then the movie ends. It. It leaves it open ended for you to decide whether he goes or not. Yeah, but then they make they make two other movies years apart with their relationship. Their relationship. The second one is based on um, them being together but not married. Interesting. The third one, which is came out like in 2014, I believe, it's them married and dealing with marriage issues. It's this sounds awesome. Oh, it's fantastic! It's absolutely fantastic. It's um. One of the one of the first movies that got me into Richard Linklater because I love his narrative. I love how he tells a story. I definitely want to so watch these three. These sound awesome. Yep, that's my number one. And Leo, take us home. And my number one, yet again, G is my soulmate when it oh. comes to movies. Cloverfield. Yeah. Yeah, similar yes. to G, bro. Like what happened with this one was, um, I remember like the marketing hooked me and like I bought into everything. I went on the websites. I did research. I thought this movie was going to be completely different than what it was. Um, but it's still, I loved it. I loved it. I still debate to this day with so many people about how good it is. <laughs> it's a hard argument. I it's know good. That, it's really well done, though. There's a lot of people that Wait, don't how like do you it. feel about 10 Cloverfield Lane? 10 Cloverfield Lane was okay, and then the Cloverfield Paradox was okay as well. So um, I think Cloverfield Lane is better than Cloverfield. I don't know. I don't, I don't like Paradox. Paradox is terrible. Paradox is terrible. Well, but compared I, to those two. 
I just think perf- just because I love John Goodman so much, I think he's so great in Cloverfield Lane. And, it's, and he's really good. He's and, scary. And I just, you know, me not me loving Cloverfield, I do like that Cloverfield Lane was in a uh, found footage. Yes. I like that it was a different, a, yeah. a straight narrative. Um, I, I love both of them. Yeah. But yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong with either, I yeah. think. And maybe one day they'll make a good third one. Because yeah. Paradox is... <laughs> I was surprised yeah, by how far third. off Paradox was, but yeah. And they tried to connect the end to, to like the smoke to the to the monster and I'm yeah. like uh, that just doesn't work for me but overall like, I think this helped us see that even though they're not award winners January was not Let's that have something. <laughs> and then this year we don't have that many potentials um, the only one that may be decent is Bad Boys 3 Woo! Oh, that's gonna be oh, amazing! Oh, that's making money. It's, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, weekend. yeah. All I actually, the black people, dude. <laughs> I was telling, I was telling Leo off the line like, that that's the January moneymaker this year. It's gonna make so much so money, so much. And it's not directed by Michael Bay, so it has me excited. <laughs> so, and the only other one that I see making money this year in January, even though we aren't gonna see it, I think is probably Doolittle. Because RDJ, uh, RDJ. A, like no, I don't think I don't think that's gonna be money. I think it's gonna lose money. It costs like a ton of money to make. Oh, did it? Really? And they had to do a bunch of and they had to do a bunch of reshoots. It's it, it's like it's a, it has a bit of trouble uh, behind the scenes. Interesting. And anyway, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I think people like Robert Downey Jr. So it'll, it'll probably make a lot of money opening weekend. But I don't know how profitable it's gonna be. And then the the only other January film that may be seen is um, The Gentleman. Oh, the gentleman, yeah, 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 yeah. It's already on RT at seventy four, so okay. off to a good Strong. start. Yeah, and then we get Birds of Prey February seventh. Can't. I'm wait. actually excited yeah. for that. Just in time for Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Black got Canary. Well, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> this year, Photograph will make. It comes off Valentine's Day too. Yeah, and Black History Month, and yeah. everyone loves Issa Rae. Oh, that yeah. I will say, I'm not really in, like into those romantic movies because there's another I one actually, no. that looks pretty what? good. That looks pretty good. <laughs> good. I actually thought the trailer was good. Like I, 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 we actually got it during Star Wars, which was random. But um, I think we got it during uh, Star I actually Wars too. Thought, like it, the trailer was pretty good. And then the only and Lakeith, and the... credit to Lakeith Stanfield, who's like in everything now. He's so he's such a diverse actor. Yeah, like he can like feel like he plays everything. He does. And then uh, like watching real... him in, like Knives Out and watching Uncut Gems, two completely different, different dude. Yeah. So the real movie to watch on Valentine's Day, the movie Jen and I will be watching on Valentine's Day this year, will be Sonic Deadpool. the Hedgehog. Sonic We're not watching Hedgehog. that. There it is. There it is. By the way, this is our first year in three years without a Fifty Shades of Grey moving on Valentine's oh, Day. So it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Well, I, I, don't good know, day. I don't know if you know, but there, there is bondage in Sonic the Hedgehog. That's, that's, that, those are the reshoots, yes. That, good to so, know. Good to yeah, know. There you, go. there you go. So Dakota Johnson came in and shot some stuff. <laughs> With Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. <laughs> makes perfect sense. And James Mars is involved, too. Sonic the Hedgehog. Tied to a bunch of rings. <laughs> there's uh, there's ball gags and boo hedgehogs. Good time. And, and then, then there's this weird thing with like Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then after Birds of Prey, we don't have another comic book movie until March, uh, May with uh, Black Widow. Black so Widow. that pretty much wraps everything up for today. We'll see you next week when we discuss how well we did at the Globes. Peace. Peace. Peace.